Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. That little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide, you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Hey, Collider fans, this is John Roca, the host of Collider Sports Time. Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service. You can watch over 100 TV channels and thousands of movies on demand all for free. No credit card needed, no sign up. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies. What are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again. Download Pluto TV for free on all your favorite devices today. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. 
Because right now, when you order from Napa Online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts, delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. Everyone needs more vacation, right? The new United Gateway card knows how to take you away with great travel rewards and no annual fee, ever. The wait for vacation is over. Tap now or visit unitedgatewaycard.com to apply. ProWrestlingSheet.com Welcome, everybody, to this week's edition of Collider Body Slam Raw Recap. Holy mackerel, I'm John Roca. We had to psych ourselves up to be in here today because that was terrible, terrible, terrible. And we're going to talk about it. Uh, my man, the CEO of Pro Wrestling Sheet, Ryan Satin, you are back from a, a extended uh, break from your for Thanksgiving. Well, yeah, like that. I, mean, I didn't take too much of a break away. I yeah, mean, I it did. was three weeks. No, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, no, I feel refreshed. I was excited to get back into the the, yeah. the, the, the flow of things yesterday. And then I, I had to watch Raw. Raw. And man, we tried to be positive on here, but we were both like, Man, this is yeah. going to be a rough one. Like, we try our best, but I, there's only so many excuses you can make for things, and this is going to be a yeah. tough one to make excuses for because this episode was was very hard to get through. It mm-hmm. almost felt like I wasn't the only one who took a day or two off to myself. Yeah. <laughs> it felt like so did Vince McMahon when it came to planning this episode because, man, I mean, last week wasn't great. No. But this one was just like... I think, like, last week was one of those ones where you're like, yeah, it wasn't bad, it was bad, but whatever, you know. This one was one of those ones where you're just like, what was ha- – like, what – what? Yeah. Did, who, did someone write this or did they just wing it or, like, what was going on, right. you know? And I, I – I, yeah, I'm on I'm on cup of coffee number two myself here because <laughs> I also needed to get psyched up to talk about this episode because it was – it was a chore to get through. Yeah, and that's a shame. A three-hour show. Should not be a chore to get through, for God's sakes. With the plethora, do you say plethora, for the, with the wealth of talent that they have there in that raw locker room, these storylines, this whole promotion at this point, the booking, is just super frustrating to watch. Why in God's name is Baron Corbin getting this much time? He couldn't get this much time as a wrestler on the show. He couldn't get this much. He wasn't anywhere near over as a wrestler. Why in God's name do you think he's going to be over as this uh, general manager elect or whatever they want to say? And then you throw in Alexa Bliss and this weird kind of sexual thing going on with that, like inference of flirting or whatever. That was so strange. But you start off the show with Baron Corbin. And once again, the fans have said it quite loudly that they're so sick of Corbin. And then you give him another show where he is the main focus throughout the show. Yeah, I was going to say, he's so basically the focal point of Raw at this right? point. And that's Why? wild. Who wants Baron Corbin? Angle didn't have this much time on Raw. He was the GM, or this much like um, like when Angle was GM, he was made to be this like dopey ho hum. Like even though we all know he's an Olympic legend, he's a wrestling legend. He's one of the best wrestlers of all time. Uh, And and he didn't get that much. The only time he got really that much. You know, of a storyline, all that kind of stuff was when they did the fake kid storyline. You know, with Jason Jordan. So. Um, or I guess 
you know, his biological, quote, biological son storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I, I and look, I want to say, like, there's a whole team of people, what happened, but we all know at the end of the day, yeah. like, it all boils down to one person. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, I was talking to someone last night who said, like, God, like, you know, why would they just let you and I get in there and, 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 and just, like, we could do better. And I go, like, well, to be fair. Yeah. They're not letting the creative team who they have in place do their job for the right, most part either, right. usually from what you hear. And, that, yeah. and, you know, I don't have any insight like, specifically to last night's episode. But for the most part, it boils down to what Vince McMahon wants. And, and yeah. obviously those people help with ideas and the creative team. Um, but at the end of the day, it's all Vince. It's Vince McMahon, mm-hmm. you know. It's Vince McMahon's vision. So um, I said to the person, like, well, yeah, but but so could the creative team that they have in place if they were allowed to just kind of have take the gloves off and, and, and put on a creative yeah. show that they would like. I guarantee you we wouldn't see a shitty episode like this. Um, Or Corbin. Or or Corbin necessarily. Um, And and we'll be able to pick apart each each thing little by little here as we we go along Mm -hmm. throughout the episode. But – and I think at the end I kind of want – because I saw a tweet from Matt Kuhn who um, has a few shows. And he kind of posed a good point of like – not a a good point but but raised the question of like, okay, constructive criticism time. Yeah. What would you? What could be done to make the show better? You know, and so I want to touch Ooh. upon that as we go through at the end. Sure. No, I think oh, at, at the, the end, end it'd okay. be a good thing to talk about of like a wrap up of like once we finish wading through all this crap. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, manure of a show that we're gonna have to get through. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about constructive criticism at the end. I think. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll I do it each, piece by piece, obviously. But I yeah. think I kind of want to, as a whole, think of like what are the main things that were were. Mm-hmm. Annoyed by, and I think you can think of that as we go along. I think that's a fair request to have. I uh, want to make it constructive because sitting around listening to people bitch about it isn't that exciting. Sitting people bitch about it with logic and reason, and then po- offering possible solutions—that's what a recap is for, and that's what we're going to do. Baron Corbin starts to show off here in the ring, as we mentioned. Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, Leo Rush are out there talking about how great they are. I guess this is the new corporation. <laughs> it just feels like that. It's, in a way, if you remember the corporation from way back in the early two thousands. It seems like this is what they're setting up here, and then they show the video montage of them beating up uh, Strowman and his his arm and all the blood it, it and all that kind of It feels less like the corporation to me, and yeah. and and more like this new like I don't want to say alt right because that's not the right word. Ooh, that's no. not the right word. Oh, no, no, that's not the right word. But like like I'm not the that's the word. Like like the people who use the word snowflake type person. Oh like, yeah, like that's the vibe I get from, from that I really got from this yeah. promo. And I'm trying to think of the right word for someone like that. And I don't want to say like Trump supporter because there's more people besides Trump supporters that like to use that word now. But like right. you know what I mean? Like like the someone who like because I mean they had Bobby Lashley say that like, you know the, the beta males, the beta males, and then yeah. you know um, sitting I, on their butts. Yeah, and I forget. With the other one, I think it was Drew McIntyre who said something about some kind of millennial speak. Yeah, I, yeah, I forget exactly what he said. Yeah, what's what's going on now with the attacking the millennials yeah, thing? Like, what's what's happening either. there? The avocado toast now, and, 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 and this is all coming from Vince it, and the creative people. I was just so say, is Vince working some shit out through these people was, about the commentary on society? I was just gonna say that. Like, yeah. I really thought the same thing while watching this episode. I was going like, is is Vince <laughs> speaking too much? Through the yeah. words that he's writing, because you know, like as someone who's written a script before, like I remember one time I wrote a script, and you know, when I finished it, I gave it to my dad, and he was like, "Yo, you know," he read it and was like, "You know, Ryan, writing a script isn't necessarily therapy. Mm. Like you, you don't need to like <laughs> work out your issues in your personal life in the script you write. Like right. it doesn't have to be that close to what you've gone through." And I was like. 
okay, fair enough. Right. But when I was watching, I was thinking like the beta male thing where Vince saying everyone's disgusting with right. the Dean Ambrose thing and, and saying that he doesn't want to, you know, the, the smell and the grossness of everyone, the, the germs in the air. And we all know Vince is like a germaphobe yep. type person. So I was thinking the same thing while watching this. I was going yeah. like, is Vince working some shit out to himself right now? Is that why this is been less entertaining to watch lately. Yeah, but I will say this: one of the highlights, and I will point out the highlights as we go through. When that, that thing went dark and Corbin was like, "What happened to the lights?" and blah blah blah. Then you see uh, uh, Elias there at the end of the ramp with the darkness and the, almost a little bit of the uh, of the uh, Bray Wyatt kind of vibe to it. I really enjoyed that. His song was funny. The Bobby Lashley suck stuff was funny. So in that way, at least it served to promote. Uh, Elias even more so as a face. He's already over. You don't need these kind of uh, sketches to, or antics to make it happen. But it was nice to see him come in that moment and, and kind of take the spotlight. Do you think that's, that Elias is tied with Seth Rollins for most over babyface on Raw right now? Ooh. I would say Rollins is still in the lead at this point because he's been doing it longer in terms of babyface. But certainly right now the pop. That's what I was saying. Yeah, Elias gets a yeah. giant pop. I mean, now. that walk with Elias was yelled. Oh yeah, by the people in yeah. the stands. So that's I, a positive. I also like the Braun Strowman segment too. You know, yeah. I like when. Excuse me. I like when. You know, to a certain degree, I like mm-hmm. when WWE blends reality with fiction, and I think they did a really right. good job of that here. Of having so, what's video. the deal with Strowman? It's you, totally legit. It's a legit uh, injury. That whole bruise is real, very real. Wow. Um, you know, what we, happened? We reported on the site last week, but okay. you know, the holiday happens. And I you was were out. You turkey. were out. Yeah, you were eating turkey. I was with my girlfriend in love eating turkey. All right, <laughs> I was with my girlfriend in love eating meet, turkey. I was meeting her family. For some reason, I, when you say that, I picture that SNL skit, my lover, where they're eating like in the tub, <laughs> eating turkey and like like chicken or whatever, rubbing green on each other. <laughs> I, was in the, I was in love eating turkey. Um, yeah. <laughs> Meeting my girlfriend's family, extended family. That was an interesting experience. So I didn't have time to read this. So what happened? It, did he hurt it like during a match? Oh, something breaking? No, 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 oh, no. Okay. Um, hmm. Uh-oh. Here we go. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> that's not important. Okay. Um, yeah, no, totally legit. Um, he basically, he, um, he, excuse me, sorry, that, that message got threw me off a little bit. Uh, so he he aggravated. He got he has bone spurs in his elbow, and he needs to have surgery for oh, them. Oh shit! Um, apparently the, he'd had it prior, uh-huh. but it was not as serious. And I think like it oh. wasn't necessarily something that was like a. It was something he needed to get done, but not necessarily something that he like had to get done right away. Right. And with uh, you know Roman going out, you know going away because of leukemia, you know because mm-hmm. of his battle with leukemia um, and other factors, you know um, I I think that. It was kind of like, well, let, let's see what happens with, you know, let, let's see if oh, it, gotcha. it, it kind of like fixes itself. But from what I've heard um, at Survivor Series, yeah. it got it got re-aggravated. Oh. Um, and it was basically like, hey, you should probably get this done now because if not, then we're not going to have you for WrestleMania if it acts up again, if it yeah. continues and flares up. Then. So get it done now. You'll Makes be out sense. for a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I've heard, it's basically like a month. But, I mean, it could be – what I had heard was anywhere between three to six weeks. So that's why I've kind of said around cool. four months – or sorry, around – Four weeks because yeah. I've heard different things from different sources, uh, but 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 I believe it's like around four weeks. Okay. So it really just depends on how quickly he recovers. From what I heard, he was getting the surgery done last week, okay. so it's possible they filmed this obviously right before the surgery last week, and then you know edited it so it was ready mm-hmm. for so it was ready for raw tonight, but or last night. But um, yeah, so I think that's also why during this segment 
it was left up in the air as to like yeah, whether right. the match is going to happen at TLC or not. Because I don't think they for sure know yet. And okay. so I think that's kind of why it's kind of like a touch and go situation. Well, his trash talking was great. It really was. I love Braun, dude. Yeah, Braun's great. Braun's like an imposing menace. I even liked him selling the injury during his promo. Yeah. It felt very like Hulk Hogan-esque to a certain degree where he was like great trying to do like his like thing. And he like, Because he's like, he's so tough. He wanted to do it anyways, but he couldn't. And I don't know. I get real Hulk Hogan vibes from Braun Strowman, and I, the, minus the, the other stuff, the controversial aspects of things. But, but yeah, it's like the vibe I get. He's got huge arms. Yeah. He's like an imposing figure. Yeah. He's also lovable and like a guy you want to cheer for. So um, I really, I, I, I think that he's someone who should be the focal point of the show. So I think it was done really well. Like from the hospital, it was like he's going to overcome these three bad guys, and I really think the 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 vibe of this episode mm-hmm. um the vibe of this episode was like who's going to stop these monsters right, like right. we have these villains that are just running amok now mm-hmm. and this 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 guy who's going to basically have the control of the show yeah. is helping them he's fucking everything up like who's going to stop them and i and i don't know if they're safe if they're doing that so that the the return of Braun Strowman is that more triumphant right. or if they have something else in mind in the few weeks leading up to that cuz if not it's gonna be a lot of bad guys beating up good guys, yeah. and there's not a lot of good guys to beat up. So I don't. It's gonna be weird. It's not, no, it doesn't sound the most interesting thing. And this is Vince's wet dream, right? You have a huge Lashley, a huge McIntyre, a huge Corbin in terms of size and 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 uh, height, uh, and then you have little uh, little uh, hog hornswoggle, which is essentially Leo Rush. You know, call him. And I love what Elias said that child protective services thing. That was really funny. So yeah, so you have this going on. Then Corbin or Lashley and uh, Elias. Went at it. I thought it was a good match for what it was. I, I'm a champion of Lashley. I want him to get better and better in the ring. I enjoyed this match for what it was. Lashley doing that kind of runaround thing was a great move by him. But then he eventually, but then Elias ended up losing, which was a surprise to me. I thought it would be another situation, but I guess they're trying to enforce, you know, because like uh, they called the match initially for DQ. Then uh, Corbin said, oh, I didn't get a chance to finish. It's a no DQ. And it went the way it went. So uh, what you said, I think, is an interesting point, Ryan. It's, it's who's going to stop? these guys right uh, Rollins is detained doing other things there's not really another heel because you got AOP they're not really faces so you, there's no face just lying around there or a faction of faces lying around there is going to come together and kind of stop this from happening so I wonder as we go forward who is going to join Elias who's going to walk with Elias against these guys my only guess and this yeah. is purely a guess is I could see Kevin Owens fitting that role Ooh, wow is Kevin Owens we need with Sammy. The, maybe I don't know how Ooh. far along Sammy's injury is. Yeah, but I I I I, I don't know how serious Kevin Owens. I mean, obviously he had double knee surgery, so it's, so it's serious. Yeah, but I've heard that he might. And I, this is not like a for sure confirmed thing, but I have heard like rumblings that he might be on the way back soon. Wow, um, I'm not positive of that, right, but right, this right. is what I heard from like one source. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could see like with with. The landscape as it is right now, but there are so many heels on on Smack. T- I'm sorry, on Raw right now. Right. The inclusion of another is not necessary. Yeah. And the one thing we haven't really had, and this is what we said back when Kevin Owens did his whole quitting thing that we thought they were gonna do. Oh yeah. yeah. Is keep him off TV for a little bit so it feels fresh and bring him back with a monster face run as yeah. an anti-hero face. Look at what it's done for Becky Lynch. Look at what they're doing yeah, for for um. For Brian, Dana Bryan. Right. You know, Dana like Bryan. like th- 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 these things are helping people, and I I could really see. Um, that happened okay. here. You know that, that that would make the most sense to me is yeah. that Kevin Owens comes back and he's the one. Like he, right. and then you know after all that, 
after all that time of his battles with Braun, when Braun comes back, he can even like now be on the other side of it. Is like Braun now respects Owens, and they're right. the two faces kind of like battling. Yeah, the and other maybe side. Even if Reigns comes back from the leukemia, that's a possibility totally. as well. Then you've got Braun Strowman, Reigns, Kevin Owens, and Elias against these guys. Although uh, I'm not factoring that happening anytime no, right, right, soon. Right, right, right. Of course, of course, <laughs> we've got stuff going on there. All right, let's move on. The Lucha House Party. <sighs> Took on the revival Lucha House Party rules. I need to have a conversation with you, Ryan Satin, Latino to Latino. Mm, I, oh my God, I'm so happy uh, you're going to say this. I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page here. I, I, look, I, I, look, the luchadors, I get it. Nothing's off limit in the world of luchadors making fun of themselves, playful, doing the things they're doing. When you're in the world of the luchador, which is all Mexicans, all there, one place, or all Latinos there in one place, doing what they're doing, and occasionally, occasionally, Lita sliding in other, you know, people. But that's under a Mexican. When you go to the WWE, this is a white-owned company, white-faced company. This is majority white people in this company. To have them walk out with a pina- with pinatas, man, this to me felt like crime time right now. Their lawnmowers or their bikes, or, or, or Mexicans. Mexicans. I'm sorry, with the lawnmowers and the crime time with their bikes. And that um, I don't care what you call that damn pinata to make it cute and sell it. It's super racist and frustrating. So I, for me personally, it it just frustrates the hell out of me. I'm not trying to be no SJW. Uh, I'm just angry about no, it. No, they don't this, need. I, they don't need it. I don't think I'm necessarily like angry about it. But I honestly, I swear to God, last week in LA when they all had the pinata, and I, and look, I'll be honest, like I don't. If there are weeks I that we're, I'm not able to watch yeah, five live, so I think they have been doing it for a while. I don't care. I was just thinking to myself, yeah. when they came out on Raw. Well, I don't watch all, 205 Live, and I shouldn't have to. And, and when, I, when they all came out last week with the pinatas in L.A., I thought to myself, is this something they always do? Like, yeah. they all carry And then as it went on, I said, man, they've had Grand Metalik in the company for this long. Yeah. And it took him carrying a pinata to the ring for them to finally give him a chance on Raw. I was like... That's that fucking sucks, dude. Like he's such a huge talent. Yeah. He is so entertaining. And I was just thinking to myself, like, I get it, I get it's entertainment, but I was like, really? Like <laughs> I just yeah, I just thought it was a, it was like that it was like that SNL skit really. Yeah. Where I was just like yeah. watching I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like really? <laughs> like that's that's there's just so many really questions uh-huh. that came to my mind while watching it. Yeah, it's it, that's and, and it frustrates the hell out of it because you don't see that going. On. You don't see um, what do you call? It? Well, maybe we'll talk to it a little bit. You don't see typically white things, stereotypical white things, or racist white things being done in that way no. in the well, company. I mean, to a certain degree, but like, man, you see was... someone walking around with a pole up their butt, or or walking around with the, like the full season of Friends in their arms when they're walking out, <laughs> like that kind of stuff. You don't see that kind of stuff with their Starbucks. I mean, why don't you have someone coming out like that? That is. I wouldn't. Put, I'm trying. I'm trying. Here. I, I'm just I was trying just to make say, it I wouldn't put those stereotypes past Vince from doing those right, things. Right, right. You know, but but I agree with you. I I totally agree with you in that. Like, you know, for example, we have like Jack Swagger doing the We the People. Right. So, so so it's not like he hasn't gone there with white people to right. an extreme. But but yes, I I do agree with you. Like as a Hispanic dude, I was sitting there thinking like, man, like they probably think this is hilarious. Mm-hmm. And it was like. Mexican aren't like, like the, the the Mexican the Hispanic representation that we, that we're getting on WWE television right now is three guys who walk around with pinatas. Frustrating and, and yeah, agreed, agreed. Like like I get that some people say that New Day 
toe that line as well with certain things, but I, I've never looked at it that way. Right. Well, some people say it's like, like I've seen like you know sites like Wrestling Toy. I know I'm pretty sure it's Wade Teller who goes on and on about it. How the pancakes have like. A, you know, a, a deeper meaning in the past. It's. I'll send you some of the articles on it. Okay. I've always thought it was a, str- a little bit of a stretch, though. Okay. Um, this is much more blatant. You know, like yeah. if you had, if there were, if there were three Asian dudes walking out, you know, three Chinese dudes walking out with mm-hmm. with kung pao chicken and and rice in their hands. Yeah. People would be. Pe- people would say something. Or the hats, those hats, or the rickshaw, or coming out with with the with the, the maids tee hee hee. Like you would go insane. I, agreed. Agreed. You know, and so and 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 and. Grand Granted, they're not out there. Well, I'm, I'm, I was just gonna say, granted, they're not out there in sombreros. Uh, but I say that, and then next week they're right. gonna be out there in giant sombreros. Right. It won't. So. It won't. I won't put it past them. And I get, like you say, I get. But and this is why you have to analyze this correctly. It's not a black and white issue, so to speak. It's not like, oh, well, they do it there in their own. Yes, because in the parameters of a luchador uh, uh, um, company. Then yes, that makes sense because everyone is Latino for the most part. Everyone's doing their thing, so it's accepted. It's playing around pinatas, do whatever. But when you come to a, a, a company that is majorly white owned and 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 operated, and a majority of the people involved are white, that to me is limited thinking. A, B, racist thinking, and C, just stupid, just flat out fucking stupid. And it's frustrating to watch uh, that situation because these three are incredible wrestlers. They shouldn't need three stupid pinatas to put them over. And you don't need it's 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 a shortcut in thinking. It's a cop out. It's a cop out because either Vince or the creative people behind these guys can't get them to another level without it. Racism aside, yeah, 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 yeah. or racist. Not, I don't want to say racist, but like. Stereotype, stereotype aside, stereotypical yeah, 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 uh, yeah. nature aside. Yes. What did you think of the lucha rules thing? Yeah, that was weird to me too because essentially they're cheating, and, <laughs> right? And they're okay, they and it's okay to cheat. Because I saw someone point out, and I forget who it was. So I feel bad. I saw someone point out on Twitter. It was like, well, how come you all are okay with the lucha rules during the lucha house party match, but you're mad at Baron Corbin at the end of the show for doing the exact same thing? I think that's a valid point. <laughs> That's absolutely Why is one a heel and one a face? Like, right. it doesn't really make sense, right. you know? Uh, well, and that's what we're seeing, though, right? You, We've been talking about this over the last few weeks, Ryan, this idea of there's no more faces and heels. And if there's no Not more, on the main roster. Not on the main roster, right. So if there's not any more faces and heels on the main roster, then uh, face uh, faces can do heel stuff. And heel stuff, when it's done by heels, is negative. But heel stuff done by faces is more a matter of, oh, well, you know, they, they're owed. That kind of thing. It's that kind of mentality, and I think that's dangerous as well. Me too, because it, makes, t- so it makes for like a disconnected narrative, yeah. you know? Yep. Um, it, 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 it really does. You know, I think that you're like, well, if everybody is just allowed to do whatever, and there's no real like heels and faces, it just gets too muddy. Yes. You know, I think that, that it gets too like... You know, it's fun to cheer with your fellow wrestling fan for someone. Like, you're all yeah. cheering for that underdog. Like, the reason I'm bummed I missed Mes- WrestleMania 30 was because I wish I had been part of that crowd when Daniel Bryan finally achieved oh, his big yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. You know? And, and I did it from home. And I was I was so elated watching it at home. Such a great, such like a positive mm-hmm. WrestleMania memory moment. Just wrestling moment in my mind. Um, that I was like, I remember I felt like I was there just, just through the TV um, because I was with everybody. It yeah. felt like, you know, we were all rooting for the same thing and it finally happened. Yeah. And I just kind of feel like when it's like, 
oh, well, just choose whoever you want. It bothers me. It's similar to like why I hate the movie Inception. Like, I, yeah, I hate the, take. Movie, hate the movie Inception. I, my, my first week here, I mentioned this to Frosty, and, he, and I think it's why he still doesn't take me seriously here. <laughs> uh, well, he's got some questionable opinions on films himself. So. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things where I liked the movie. You know, but at the, I just – at the end of Inception, I said to myself – like when the, the – spoiler alert, I guess, for like a 10-year-old movie. But like the top thing. When mm-hmm. the top is spinning and then the movie ends and you're yeah. supposed – you're supposed – it's up to interpretation. Like, it is. You're supposed to decide how it ended. No. That is shitty filmmaking <laughs> that you're <laughs> making me figure out the end to your stupid movie. Like okay. you came up with this idea – Tell me if he is in the dream or if he's not in the dream. Okay. Just tell me. Just just tell me what happened. You made up this movie. I don't want to like spend the money and then watch it and then come up with my own interpretation. I hate, I hate, hate, hate ambiguous endings yeah. like that. Okay. So I hated Inception with a passion. And I just it, it's it's I, I and and so I get frustrated when there's this ambiguous nature of wrestling yeah. right, of the main roster right mm-hmm. now. It frustrates me because I'm like, I wanna know I want you as the narrator of this story to tell me what I'm supposed to be watching. Like yeah. what I'm supposed to be interested in. Yeah. Like I, I like that. You know, I don't mm-hmm. I don't think that I, – I, I just like that. You know, that's that's the fun nature of wrestling. Like you're creating a story. Yeah. It's not like, well, you create this. It's not a choose-your-own-adventure. Wrestling, pro wrestling is not a choose-your-own-adventure of like you as the viewer decide. No. Right. It's good guys and bad guys mm-hmm. that are like going against each other in this physical combat. And so, yeah, I, I get frustrated with the ambiguous nature of characters like that. Yeah, I, I respect that. Absolutely. Uh, I, I can't agree with you on that because I do enjoy that about most movies. But Do you I, like that, really? I do, ambiguous endings I love to pieces. Really? If Why? If they've constructed it so well because then I can go home and the movie keeps going in my mind. The movie never ends in my mind. But don't you want the movie to end in your mind? For most of them, yes. But for some of them that really tackle larger concepts like in Inception did. What larger issue did Inception tackle? We we're doing a raw recap. If we want to tackle, if we want to tackle <laughs> Inception. That's a whole. That, we got to unpack that over two hours, Ryan. Are you kidding? There's uh, so much involved in that. Deeper that's being themes and Inception. <laughs> Christopher Nolan booked himself into a corner and he didn't know how to get out of it. Now I just see the division between Ryan and I. <laughs> this is awesome. Um, anyway, all right. Did you like the revival? Like they're just are they face or heels, man? Who knows? This is just I just I like them more than Christopher Nolan. That's for sure, there Roga. You go, there no, you go. Um, no, I like. Yeah, I know. I did. I like them, but like I said, you can tell that they're just used as like. Yeah. Vince looks at them as like the wrestlers who yeah. can just go in there and lose to his more entertaining mm-hmm. pinata d- throwing around, you know, luchadors or whatever. And so, yeah, I mean, it was an entertaining match. The lucha house party thing. Um, I think the vibe they were going for is more like like lucha rules, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like because in lucha wrestling, you know, in, largely from what I've seen in lucha wrestling, like, and it, it's this way a lot in like PWG and other indie yeah. companies where like the tags are a little less enforced. Obviously, for pinfall nature, it's enforced, but like yeah. they're coming in and out, they're doing lots of stuff, they're like flipping, flopping all over the place, like it's a show. Yeah. So I kind of like them trying to do something a little bit different, but I just don't have faith that it'll be something that they yeah. continue on in with. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's move on. Nia Jax. Comes out with Tamina. Tamina, in essence, is being used as just like a, a, a walk around, a, a, a moving statue. Because she said nothing. She walked down with Naya, just stood by Naya. I feel bad for Tamina that she has to cater to that. But it's family. So there's respect between them in that way. But 
Uh, Naya leaning into the face crusher. This is this was lame beyond lame. She is uh, nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit. I'm sorry, nobody. See, gives. I disagree on that. On that, dude, for, I, well, I she's think, getting and you weren't there. Okay, she, dude. Oh, she's the getting massive. Yeah, boobs. but I think people have been waiting to boo her. <laughs> that's irrelevant. <laughs> irrelevant. That, I think that's a very good point. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, that's yeah. what it is. They're like, oh, great, you gave us an excuse to hate you because we've been wanting to hate you, but we've been told we're bad if we hate you because the body image stuff. <laughs> now we can hate you. And it's I true. It's very true. Yeah, really you're right. Happening. You're right. I think you're. I think you're 100 yeah, right. There. This is nothing to do with the fact that she's legitimate heel. No, people just don't like her, and they don't like her because they don't think she's that good of a wrestler in the ring. They don't think she's that good on the fucking mic, and she really wasn't this time around. And they don't just overall. They don't like the product that's being sold to them by Nia Jax. They just don't. And I respect her as a human being separately, trying to make a living, trying to be successful, trying to work here in this business and make you make your money, stay as long as you can. My job is to look at this and analyze it, and that's my feeling about it. Overall, she's just not that good. When you look at the other female wrestlers that are in that in that locker room, not getting the pushes, not getting this this screen time, it's frustrating over and over again. And I get that she's the rocks the rocks niece. And look, I love Dwayne Johnson. People know this, but I gotta tell it like it is. And to me, it's frustrating to see this over and over again because her promo was terrible. The whole position of the the slash, hashtag sorry hashtag face crusher or whatever face breaker whatever the hell it is means nothing. It carries no weight. Uh, and they're trying to create something out of nothing. And it's frustrating. Yeah, I see your point. I mean, I will say that I did um, think that it was a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, um, um, Contrived? No, no. I was going to say a more positive word. I was oh. An effective promo. I think okay. that you know, she got along, you know, she got the points across that she was probably told to get across. I don't think that it was necessarily a bad promo necessarily. Yeah. Um, and the face breaker thing is getting her massive heat, so I get leaning into it. I hate when anyone says hashtag anything right, like as like, a catchphrase. Uh, even when it was, even when Dolph Ziggler was in the early day, days of it doing oh, the hashtag yeah. heel stuff, I didn't love it. Although I think I maybe bought one of those shirts, but I quickly got over it. Um, but, but so I didn't, I didn't hate it. I will say, yeah, I, I, the Tamina thing, I agree with you on. It doesn't really. I mean, they didn't show her much, anyways, in the promo. But it doesn't seem like there's a lot of emotion being evoked there. However, if it's like a thing where you know Nia is going to boss Tamina around for six months to a year, or whatever, and then finally Tamina snaps and beats no her up, no one's going to care. Dude. You don't think? You think no. even then, no one will care? No. <laughs> this is not like Miz and Sandow. That was cool. That makes sense. You can have that same thing with you, Tamina. You could have it storyline wise. Well, to be fair, no Sandow was someone give that, a shit. Sandow was someone people really wanted Sandow, to see a push people for. People loved Sandow. Which yeah. I, and it's still a shame that he's not uh, back in the road. Like, whatever he's up to, it's it's a shame yeah. he get moved out eventually. So, But no, I, I think no one's going to care. This is one of these boring, middle, lower card feuds or whatever that's not going to work itself out. Yeah, she's going to fight Rousey. Nobody gives a shit. R- Rousey will yeah, kill her. My, my only, this, who cares? My only positive light yeah. out of all this is that I do li- it's clear that they are building towards women tag team titles. yes I mean Bailey and Tasha yes. are using the hashtag on Twitter um, th- th- and it feels like they made the, the conscious decision to wait until they have properly built up a bunch of teams mm-hmm. so I like that they're at least making Nia and Tamina this this team right. to be not to be messed with. Right. I like that. The I, female AOP. I, I like that. Yeah, sure. You know, I, I do like that to a certain degree mm-hmm. because I was just complaining about there not being, you know, clear cut faces and heels, and Naya is a clear cut heel right yeah, now. Like yeah. there's I don't think now at this point there's no gray area at all with, with Naya. Everyone's booing the crap out of her. She's not trying to play it up that she's face at all. Right. Um so so I, I at least like that. 
Um, and I was also happy with the fact that Milwaukee was much more in line with the rest of the world, it feels like, when it came to Ronda Rousey coming out. Um, because they cheered the hell out of Ronda Rousey. And she you could even tell like she was like <laughs> you could see this like this relief come across her face like, oh, okay, it was just like a one it was just like a smarky crowd, like thank God, you know, because like they cheered her when she came out, they like sent the they cheered her positively when she yeah. did the ring, and she even was like, Oh, thanks guys, thank you, thank yeah. you. you know, she had that like moment where I was like, Oh, thank God, that was just last week. Whew, you know. Um so so I I I was happy in that regard. Um I don't know if the, the promo was necessarily as strong as I yeah, as strong? They were both terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> the back and forth between them was terrible. Uh, because Rhonda needs another person who's better than her to carry the promos. True, that is true. She does. She had one or she's had one or two good promos total since she's come on to the scene. And they were damn good, but they were against Really good, pro- the Bellas. Yeah, and uh, I think Charlotte. Uh, uh, I forget who it was. The other one that she had. I think it was Charlotte. She had a few strong ones. Yeah, yeah I, I, you and, have- and so that is good yeah. in that way. But with when you when when you have the other person who isn't as good as you are, or less, uh, or not even close to uh, remotely as good as you are, then it's got, she's going to tumble down. And you saw that in this back and forth. Then the whole attack from the then Natty coming down, uh, and uh, you know the riots got attacking her from behind, and all that that happens there. And her, you see the fl- the way she flipped Liv, she was careful with Liv. Yeah, I think hopefully for God's sakes, Ron is finally learning. You can't just whip people around; they actually get hurt. And she held a Liv a little bit on that swing, and you could see it. So hopefully that in that way, but like overall, I, 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 it was a useless segment in my opinion. Well, it's one of those things again where I'm just like, why are they make, they make Natty and the rest of Natty and Ronda Rousey is just so funny to me when yeah. I watch it. I go like, Natty is always there to help Ronda Rousey, yeah. but Ronda's never there when she's always Natty's getting like, ganged up on. Yeah, yeah. Like she saved her here, obviously at the end. Eventually, of the se- eventually, but because Natty was saving her, right? It's not like you re- you rarely see Ronda. Running full speed from the back to yeah. come help right. Natalia when the when the riot squad's beating her up. And Nat, stuff. Is, Nat is that lovable friend that you have that just isn't quite smart enough. As the character she's playing, <laughs> Nat is a person, a different person, obviously. But the character she's like, I'm going to save her again. Who's like that? And, and she's I'm like, like um, what's wrong with you? She's like that character from Stranger Things who died. Um, oh, with the glasses. What's her name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Spoiler alert. Yeah. Now nah, season one. <laughs> come on, Barbara. Barbara. There we go. Barbara. Isn't she kind of like Barbara? She's kind of like, 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 like yeah. And the, the the friend. I forget. The, the main female character's yeah, name yeah, is very, yeah. that's like the Ronda Rousey. But yeah, um, yeah, I didn't think really anything was really gained from this. It was kind of like a filler, nothing yep. really exciting. Um, Are you excited <laughs> for this at all, Ronda versus not? And I will, and, and let me say one last thing on this. Yeah, she got a good response in Milwaukee. <laughs> okay, so I'm telling you right now. I'm a, Wait, you got she, something against Milwaukee, Roka? <laughs> Screw them Brewers! No, 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 no. Joking completely. I love Milwaukee. I love Happy Days. Uh, no, what? What is this whole situation though? I think. You're going to find, Ryan, much to your chagrin, is the boos are going to be coming more and more consistent no matter what town she goes to. And I think people I are didn't hear very mixed last here. night is all I'm saying. I know. Last night you didn't. But I'm telling you, piece by piece, like with like with the booing of Cena, it, did, it wasn't like overnight. It was a progression. Yeah, and the WWE, WWE didn't know what to do. And then it became full throat. Every place they went, till eventually Cena was going. Oh, this is a this is an exciting crowd, excitable crowd. As long as you make noise, yeah, you know, right, yeah it was right. that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. And so the same thing's you gonna happen to Ronda. You you can cheer me. Yeah, yeah, yo, yeah. yeah. I gotta know. Best, you're right. Look, the best thing that ever happened to Ronda was it was Becky getting punched in the face because Ronda 
Becky was they were going to be Becky chance all through Ronda's promos. They're still going to happen until that match happens. Yeah, so. well, yeah, but this would have been even more so. Smart of Ronda to uh Oh, let them go, she said. Well, no, what I was going to say, smart of Ronda on a different note to have kind of uh, <laughs> have gotten the assistance of Shayna Baszler in her social media battle oh, with yeah, with Ronda or with Becky Lynch because Shayna yeah, got some fire on, on on Twitter so she far. She can talk. She's been yeah. I, I will say when it comes to the trash talking game on social media, she's good. She's been a she's been ahead of Ronda Rousey. Couldn't win Ultimate Fighter, but sure, she's oh, good. She's good. You had to be a dick. I know, I'm just saying. No, I love Shayna. I think she's a great heel on NXT. Yeah, but and she was a women's her, she was a trailblazer in she women's was, MMA. She was, and her 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 um uh social media game is strong in that way. When she said, "Don't." Don't what she say? Don't dra- <laughs> Satan? Don't drag me into your thing or whatever she, she said. said. Don't dra- drag. Don't a name drop me or whatever she said. It was really funny. She said, "I'm pulling it up right now." She said, and I love I, these were good. Both of these were good because Becky said, uh, "Okay, so first, first Shayna said, don't try to name drop me in this attention grab.' Yeah, attention grab. I'm that's too it. busy holding down the division that you couldn't." And then Becky said, "The only thing that bonds you, Ronnie, and I want to say yeah. Mary and Jessica is you all ran from another sport that beat you. So make no mistake, if I chose to drop anything, it would be you, not your name. By the way, give my best to your leader and her hurty mouth. I'm stronger every day. Is she?" And Shayna said, "I never ran. I got sick of seeing you river dance and decided to come change pro wrestling. You don't learn to drop people by being dropped, homie. Besides, you've got bigger sharks to worry about. I don't care about you. Move along." <laughs> I love it. The whole social media battle between yeah uh, between the two of them are it's great. It, I, I'm sorry, between the four of the, the eight of them, I yeah. guess I yeah. should say it's great. I, the, the whole ba- four horsemen versus four horsemen banter is a, a pleasant it's part of be my next social level. Uh, yeah, yeah. Once it gets going, yeah. Fully. I love the social media yeah. battle between all of them. Yeah. It's great. The thing I don't love is uh, peeing. I don't love peeing. <laughs> Watching people pee. It's not exciting me. Authors of Pain uh, against Ruby Rude, uh, Bobby Rude rather, and Chad Gable. And this whole thing uh, going on with this guy pissing himself and then with Drake rather pissing himself and then what happened this. What, what is this all about? First of all, did you see is that? This is this a 10-year-old programming this? <laughs> did you see the, the report that Drake Maverick did actually pee himself because the he, the Wizenator thing wasn't working because you see him messing with his belt. Oh and it's, shit! And apparently the Wizenator wasn't working when he was messing with his belt, so he just had to go for it. Shoot, pissed himself. Wow! That's what everyone. I I heard the same thing from a few sources now that he actually legitimately pissed himself because the Wizenator wasn't working. I'll be honest with you, that keeps you in a company longer if you're willing to make that kind of decision in the spur of the moment and you keep the angle going. People who are watching, like Vince, respect that. So you Drake's know, Vince goes. Move. That guy pissed himself for me on television. On television to get this angle over. He's keeping his job for a while. I signed him to another contract for a year. <laughs> Ironclad deal. Ironclad deal. It's unbreakable. <laughs> we'll make him Nia Jackson's manager. So okay, yeah, well, I, I will say this much. Oh God damn it! If you're gonna defend this, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> I like there being some elements of like goofy shit. Goofy shit is fine. So I didn't Watch necessarily do in the bathroom is not. I didn't necessarily. Okay, potty humor doesn't necessarily bother me like it does other <laughs> others. I will be honest. There's no potty humor in Inception. Like I used. 
like, like for example, like I used to have a friend when I was much younger, much younger. Not oh, now. No, 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 much younger. Much younger. I swear. <laughs> I, I'm not just saying that. I swear, I was much younger. But like, just to like mess with me, he would like he, if he took like a really big poop, he would send me a picture of it just to mess with me, and I'd laugh. I wasn't the kind of person who'd be like. What the F is wrong with that sicko? Wow. I'd laugh like, well, there's a crazy snake in your toilet or something like that, you know? So I do have a sense of humor of a child when it comes to that sure. kind of thing sometimes. Okay. So I did not hate it, but I do think that it doesn't ha- – I, I don't think that it helps the authors of pain yeah, at all. Yeah. Like, like I get that it makes for funny ha-ha be, moments. supposed to be badasses. Why are you – It's just like it's – not, it's not like they're having authors of pain pee themselves. Right, I, I think that's the difference, you know, is that – but I get it. I get it. This is like a serious team. Why are you having their manager be Precious the Scooby Paul thing? versus totally? Paul but I'm Elroy guessing that, versus... that that factors into why they didn't use Precious Paul because yeah. they Precious Paul was pissing himself on camera for the authors of pain. You <laughs> what? know, do what? No. Yeah, exactly. Are you so nuts. So you know, while yes, it is silly. While yes, it doesn't help the authors of pain. It does help them in one way. Yeah, getting them on TV more. I guess so. So I, I that's all. Okay. You know, I, I will say that much. You know, and and look at, I, I, I get, like sometimes I go like, well, that wouldn't actually make me mad. I'd be mad if someone pissed on my expensive robe. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily not pay attention to the match in hand. Right. I ha- I make I, someone like Bobby Roode makes six figures. Can you imagine anyone peeing on Flair's robe? That just wouldn't happen. They would never. No one's ever messed with the flare robe in the history of of, of wrestling. I, I find that hard to believe. Correct us on this. Has I find that hard to believe that there's never peed been... on Flair's robe or used Flair's robe to wipe their butt. Maybe that's Has the to level. Have been someone. That's the level. Especially down at Georgia Championship Wrestling. Not like they got <laughs> lines. Not like they got you know lines they won't cross in Georgia. I, I watched growing. I grew up watching Georgia Championship Wrestling. A lot of lines got crossed in that Georgia Championship Wrestling. So. <laughs> yeah, I I I I. I, I <laughs> I also like as someone who has to follow wrestling every day. Mm-hmm. Not has to, I choose to. Right. Um, as someone who chooses to follow wrestling every day, uh, I, at least the the Drake Maverick P stuff it, has brought funny content onto Twitter and social media okay. and stuff like that. Like Drake posted this video that killed me. It was it was um it was like a video set to that song "Leave Me Alone" by Michael Jackson, <laughs> and and it was him sitting on a park bench. Reading his his DMs or scrolling through his DMs to show how many people had wrote him about piss in his DMs, and it's like a four minute. It's the whole song of Leave Me. Wow. Where he's just he's just scrolling through the whole wow. time, so, and it cracked me up. Or today he keeps talking about how like he's replying to who say he he didn't have any balls last night, and he's like, I definitely had balls. That's where the piss came from. Oh boy. You know? You know those things at least entertain me. I can't. I, I can't help it. You know the EC3 and and Drake posting the p the the piss picture. You know the piss pants picture together like it's a uh, like it's a uh, that it's Adam a Sandler movie. No, what's that Adam Sandler yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 Billy, Billy Madison. Madison. Yeah, Billy, Billy Madison. Madison. Yeah. So I, I, I yes, stupid. Yes, childish. But at the end of the day, there are so many things that are so stupid and yeah. so childish that have happened on Night Rob that at the time everyone. Rolled their eyes, like stupidest thing ever. But at the end of the day, we look back on it with fondness of like, okay, well, that was silly and funny, you know? So, okay. right? I don't know, Ryan. There aren't any moments like I that. Don't, not hand, that I can recall. Hand being born. Hand was like the end of everything. But 
it was still funny when you look back on it in retrospect, no? In retrospect, you look back on it and you go, man, what were we thinking? It's more <laughs> of that. But maybe some people do feel that way about it going, you know what? That wasn't too funny. That was kind of funny. I don't know. I know when that whole hand was born, everyone was done. Like Everyone was like, this is the dumbest angle ever. And they, what a perfect ending to this idiotic angle. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, like even the Italian farting. No, yeah, stupid. That, but like. Yeah, kind of funny. At the I end guess of the day. so. I'm weird about that. I don't. And it's maybe maybe my thing. So, are you kind of like a like a not potty humor kind of a person? I'm not. Uh, no, no. How can I say this correctly? I don't mind making uh, sly jokes about it. Do you get grossed out easily though? Oh, yes, I do. Okay, like shit stuff. Oh, okay, I can't. <laughs> so, like, if you had a friend send you that picture, you'd be furious. I wouldn't have that friend anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the friendship would be over. Like I would, would you really stop talking to that? No, no. Someone sent me a, a, a friend of mine sent me like a a joke picture of a of a, of a guy with a, like a, a twelve inch, fifteen inch penis, right? Okay, sitting on the edge of bed, fully naked. Sent it to me, joking around about something. I deleted the tweet, deleted his number, deleted the account. I told oh him God. don't. And I said, and I emailed him. I said, don't ever reach out to me again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he told me that now because I was about to send him a fire picture of a giant tire projectile vomiting all over the Wait, place. Wait, does that mean you've never seen the video? Oh, man, there's this great video. Yeah, I recommend it. Two girls, it. one cup. I saw that. No, never not again. that. That's, that Scarred that. for the rest of my life. No, that. no. There's this video. I watch this YouTube channel called Barcroft TV. Highly okay. recommend it to anyone out there. Oh, God. Where they have, like, the weirdest videos of, like, just like, like they're like little mini documentaries, but, like, weird topics. Okay. Adult babies, yeah. fetishes, or something like that, or like va- adult vampire, like va- real life vampires suck their partner's blood, like stuff like that. Um, and one of them was about this guy. I forget the length, but it's like with like the world's. He claims to have the world's largest penis. Wow. And like he has it wrapped up. And I forget what country he lives in, but he has it wrapped up. I could guess a couple. Yeah. <laughs> he has it wrapped up in gauze, and like, <laughs> and. It's literally the size of his leg. It's wow. the craziest picture. It's the craziest video interview. And when you find out the reason, the reason he has that larger means it's not natural and it's not surgery. Oh. It's because when he was younger, he wanted to have a giant penis, so he had to, he would attach weights to his penis to try and stretch it out. Oh. So in reality, it's not that he has a penis that long. And uh-huh. I'm sorry, this is getting graphic. I'm I definitely marking this episode as explicit. It. Yep. It's not that his penis is that long. It's that it got like the, the the it got stretched. The top got stretched out that long, so it's like hollow. It's a crazy story. You guys gotta watch it because he will not admit that that happened. And the doctors are like, no, we X-rayed it. It's hollow. It's, How long does it take to pee? It must take a long time to travel it, from that. Yeah, all the way. Oh, and he has God. to unwrap all that gauze. <laughs> I won't show you the picture because I don't want you to not be my friend anymore, but it's crazy. He's not drinking eight glasses of water a day. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to something a little less crazy. Ember Moon and Kurt Hawkins uh, taking on <laughs> Alicia Fox crazy. and Jinder Mahal. This what, was, what a segue. This is all so weird. Uh, Alicia coming out with the Singh brothers. Yeah, apparently the Singh brothers survived the attack from Stroman. Yeah. They get, or from, dan- from, from uh, Brock, right? Oh, from Brock, yeah. So, uh, dancing around, doing all the things that they're doing for there. Amber Moon, such a shame she's being wasted in this kind of situation. It doesn't promote the Mixed Match Challenge in any way, shape, or form. If anything, it's anti-promoting the yeah. Mixed Match Challenge. You watch it and you go like, this is what I'm mi- missing on Mixed Match Challenge? Yeah. No thanks. Guess I don't have to watch? Yeah, I'll throw that in the 205 pile. 205 live pile. Aww. No offense. I, it's just not my thing. Uh, all right, then Jinder Mahal with the Singh Brothers took on No Way Jose. But you go, 
What? He's still in the company? <laughs> well, okay. Okay. All that aside, without being too mean about it, right? You go, okay, still in the company. Yes. I'm sure there are a lot of people that said that when they saw him grow, I right? Did. But furthermore, out of all out of all the random people backstage to give a competitive match to yeah, yeah. against a former world champion, you went with No Way Jose? Yeah, No Way Jose. Like, there are a lot of options in the back. That would feel that that could have made that segment a little bit more entertaining. Yeah, I just I, I didn't understand what that segment was meant to to forward at all. Mm-hmm. And my fear was that he that uh, Jinder was going to lose. I so I swear to God, that I had the was same the fear. End of Jinder completely he's back to jobber status. He's I, already just above jobber status. I was so honestly, yeah. I was in like my head. I was while watching. I was thinking like, oh, there's got to be a reason for this. I'm like. This is really competitive, this match. I'm like, are they going to have no way I was a beat Jinder Mahal? And I was like, okay, no, he's not. Yeah. What was the point of this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, this didn't get Jinder Mahal over at all anymore. Nope. Didn't get no way Jose any over anymore. Nope. It didn't really entertain anybody. Nope. I, it probably entertained Vince McMahon. So I didn't really understand yeah. what the point of this segment was. And I, I, I yeah, I just... And it was a long match. That's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't like a squash. Nope. It wasn't like anything like that. It was like a competitive 10-minute match. Yeah. I want to go look. I'm going to look. I'm pulling it up because I know that ProWrestling.net, they always have the match times when oh, they're really? doing their reviews. I want to see how long it actually was because I was thinking was to myself. It was longer Moon match. That's for sure. I know. And I thought, you and know. Those are two way better wrestlers. I was just going to say that. I was going to say, I'd rather watch um, Ember Moon versus... Um, yeah. Yeah, Ember Moon versus uh what's her face way more than the yeah. other match. You yeah. know, like way more. It's or Alicia Fox. Okay, Ember Moon versus Alicia Fox. Yeah. Yeah, way more. I was like I was very confused. Wait, oh, why can't I find Raw Live TV review? There we go. Okay. okay. I found it. I'm dying to know how long <laughs> it went. Because I was like, I just want to see like in that maybe it just felt long. Maybe we're tripping and it just felt long. Cause I was actually wondering that. You know? N- it was four minutes and twenty five seconds, not ten minutes, but still longer. Like how many other like, like yeah. how like yeah, yeah. like AOP and Bobby Roode was ten minutes, or yeah. eight minutes, yeah. Four minutes was too long for In- these guys. Interminable is what it was. <laughs> I guess four minutes isn't that long. I guess it just felt like depends it. on what you're doing for those four minutes. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> Say something, uh, Seth. I mean, uh, Dean Ambrose. Maybe the, another highlight of the night, his promos were great. In the, I liked his promos okay. in the doctor's office and the different things that he was taking to try to not have the, not to try to get anything from Rollins. I thought that was great. Uh, I guess they're jumping in this leukemia thing with both feet. It's a little unsettling. It's very but, unsettling. But like I, I like it's at least giving Ambrose some good fodder to do promos from. So I like that. Yeah. I just felt like I was hoping that we were going to get like – Ambrose with an edge. I don't know. It kind of feels like we're getting goofy Ambrose. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know if I, I mean, I, I, I laughed, mm-hmm. but I just feel like in order for Dean Ambrose to be a viable main event player, like, I don't need him to make me laugh. Like, yeah. he's made me laugh for a long time with little goofy things. Like, I want to see scary, mean Dean yeah. Ambrose. And so I think that's what a lot of people were hoping to, that we were going to get when he came back from injury in itself. And then he was put into the shield. And now it's this. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, like, t- like, it's weird to see someone getting shots in their ass while doing a while cutting a promo. Yeah, it was like a little weird. I don't oh. know. I like. I don't know. It was just like weird to me. Okay. I'm not. I, but I'm also not like a germaphobe, so I would never. 
Okay. I've never done, I would never like be going to the doctor for weird shots You're like that. You're a germaphobe? I'm not a germaphobe. You're not a germaphobe. Super okay, not okay, a germaphobe. Okay, okay. I haven't been to the doctor forever. <laughs> I sleep in shit. No, uh, I've, <laughs> I've taken shots in the butt, so I know what that's like. Uh, so uh, I didn't mind it. I, and I, I recently I just got them for the bronchitis I was fighting oh. off. So it was the worst. They did shots in your butt for oh, that? Oh, yeah, because the antibiotics have to go through like your whole body. So it's the best way to go. And one on each cheek. So oh. they made sure they distributed evenly through my body. <laughs> But it worked. I, it took a 24 hours, and I was way better than I was walking to that doctor's office. So it was worth it. So I, I don't, I don't hate on shots in the butt. They can help you. But like I said, I'm I, only I, getting shots in the butt if I need to get butt injections. You know, oh try to get my Kim Kardashian on. You know? I would like to see those pictures. That Instagram, <laughs> all of a sudden, you and Bobby picture. Lashley getting your butt shots. Again. <laughs> All right, Seth Rollins took on Ziggler in this open challenge in the IC Championship. Uh, went forward there. Uh, I thought it was good. Match. Once again, these guys do great work. They're great match, or good match, rather. Uh, but he ended up beating him by pinfall. Not sure what it accomplished, but at least Ziggler didn't work, staying on screen, whatever. I noticed he was conspicuously absent from the Baron Corbin opening. So where is Ziggler in this whole chain? I don't know. Uh, but overall, I, I thought this was a good. I thought this was a good match, but I'm not sure what it accomplished. That's one of the things that's bothered me a little bit in the episode as a whole. Is I felt like sometimes there were things happening where just like there was no explanation for it. Like I think we. It's not worth doing a whole. Discussion over, right. but like Dana Brooke when she came running in, yeah, which, which we're going to talk oh, about. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, we yeah, didn't pass next, that yet. Yeah. Sorry, but you know, there's like the Dana Brooke or, or this. So I, I just a little, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was. I don't know. It's just the Dolph Ziggler thing. It was just kind of like I want them to tell me why he's not with Braun Strowman. Or sorry, with um, uh, Dolph Drew McIntyre. Yeah. He's not going to be with Drew McIntyre anymore. Yeah. Um, and maybe the next week it'll be like, oh, welcome back type thing. I don't know. That's possible. It's always possible. They maybe do he'll that. go face. Maybe. maybe he'll join Elias. Maybe. Against. But I, I, I just – this was one of the things that really bugged me at the show. Okay. I, I'm a huge Dolph Ziggler fan. Me too, bud. I don't like to begrudge Dolph Ziggler in a match. It's not that. It's mm-hmm. not that I am I'm, I'm down on Dolph Ziggler or think that Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins don't put on – Great matches. They do. You know, very passable matches to great matches. Like, I don't, I'm not saying that at all. It's just like there's a whole roster of people in the back, and, you know, we're going to get to it in a minute, but like, there are, you know, Baron Corbin versus Finn Balor, mm-hmm. Dean versus, or sorry, Seth versus uh, Dolph. There's just like matches we've seen so many times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, even Elias versus Lashley, we've seen a few yeah, times now, I feel not. like. And it's like, there's a whole roster of people back there. Like, if you had put, there's somebody who you could have placed in that position that would have gotten over that would have gained more from mm-hmm. it than mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler did being there. Like yeah. I don't think that it advanced any storyline that they're going towards. Right. Um and it would have been like it would have done wonders for someone like a Kalisto to get a, yeah. a a passable match there. Or or, you know, one of the two oh five live guys, you know, to help get two oh five live over for, right. for right. someone like you who's like, I don't want to watch two oh five live. Or I just think there's just Heath Slater, even you know, Heath Slater sure. would have been a fun one, you know, um, to kind of as a throwback to when, um, you yeah, know, feel my kids that that because didn't he answer that open yeah. challenge way back? When? Those kinds of things. Like I think all of those mm-hmm. would have been more entertaining than just giving us a match that we've seen. I think someone said, I think I saw a tweet that they had like this year alone that those two have wrestled <laughs> fifteen times Holy on pay per view and raw. Mackerel. That's a lot. That is a lot. It's a little unnecessary. Wow. So what I just, can you not figure out? So yeah, I, I enjoyed the match, but at a certain point when I see a match <laughs> 
that when I see them say, hey, we're going to this match that you've seen 15 times, yeah. I go, like, what really are they going to do in this match that's really going to make it stand out from the others? It's really going to yeah. make it where I have to go out of my way to watch this. There's a lot of wrestling every week. Like, you know, sometimes I go, like, do I really care about seeing another match between yeah. these guys? Right now? They're not going to do anything different. It's going to be the same stuff that we've yep. seen in all their matches. They're not taking the belt off them. No. Yeah, yeah. So And, and yeah, I will say there were moments where I, they did have near falls that got yep. me. Yeah, um, But but at the end of the day, it was just like, man, I've seen this so many times. Like, yeah. give me something that doesn't make me feel like I'm I'm just being fed the same thing all the time. Yeah, yeah. That's what bugs me. I agree. I agree. Well, we got five minutes left in this, so we got to wrap this thing up. But the red lights is, is, is eh, telling me. The there's red no one in here two. We're fine. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, uh, let's look. Alexa Bliss hosted an open forum here with Sasha and Bailey. They'd kind of led up to this with Baron Corbin assigning Alexa Bliss in control of the woman's locker room. Did I not call that on the show a few weeks ago? It. You did. I and that, that dawned on me while we were recording. They were going that direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm glad I called that one. Man, I love Alexa Bliss. Anyway, <laughs> they, so I like that she gets more screen time here. She's doing good work here. A little fun back and forth. She's maybe she's maybe one or two years away in terms of maturity of being able to command these scenes. I guess yeah, it's you good. See, yeah. she's there on the precipice. But to command the scenes as a good actress and performer, she's not quite 100% there, but she's getting there. And she's still young. She's going to be a powerful force in this business. And don't be surprised if she's one of these people that moves on to do other things and is just as successful uh, doing them outside of the business. She has a good – you see her kind of building as it goes along, and it's fun to watch. But, yeah, her being in charge is cool. That weird kind of flirty thing with Corbin bothering me, but whatever. And then they, she comes out, brings out Sasha and Bailey, has an open form. Forum, makes jokes around. They're kind of easier jokes, and she'll hone that as it goes along, like I said. But then, you know, she gets uh, the, uh, Sasha and Bailey get asked this thing. Then they like kind of attack her a little bit verbally, and then say, uh, Bailey does this, I'm going to send you to hell, whatever that meant. Um, brother, don't do. And, look, I don't know if we, uh, we're going to get kicked out, but like, I think Bailey's even over her own shtick. It's pretty clear that Bailey is done with it. Yeah, I agree with you. Don't you? Like, yeah, she, even I the think huggy, you're right. She's just like, hey, 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 we got to do this. We got to do this. Like, even the hug. She is done with it, man. She needs to move on. They got to figure out some other gimmick for her to do that isn't the, the huggies or whatever. Or, you know, the huggies. Or whatever they're called. The Bailey buddies. The Bailey buddies. They're just so annoying now and irritating. And, and it seems like a, a grade school thing. In an adult situation, totally, and it doesn't fit. It's similar to like that meme of, uh, or not meme that 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 scene where you see of Steve Buscemi where he's like, "Hey, how you doing, oh, fellow yeah, yeah. kids?" You know, it's very similar to that. Yes. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I for a long time I said like, "Oh, I'd be so stupid to turn Bailey," but at this point, it's like. She, she she looks over it. I don't need I don't need her to turn. But Some different, a different kind yeah, of face. Yeah, I agree. I agree completely. I, even I agree. Seeing a change from thugonomics to this to this to this by the end, you know, he was a different thing. Hogan as well changed as a face. She has to change as a face. He, yeah, it hasn't really. The buttons. Well, it's never really caught on on the yeah, main roster not on the main in roster. a big way. Like obviously Bailey has fans, right? Um, but I don't think it's ever caught on in a big way. And I agree with you. I think that a a, a, a shift in her character would be, would help her a lot. Yeah. Well, speaking. Of shifts in the character. What was this all about with uh, uh, Dana Brooke coming out all of a sudden being a heel now? It's literally like who, who she's makes, a female big show where like wherever they need her, yeah. they place her. It made no sense, and it makes and it she teamed with them the meter at all. She teamed with them at Starcade, which which was the yeah. night before. Yeah, well, it was Saturday, but it aired on Sunday. Like right. it made no sense. Yeah. So I don't weird. think we need to dwell on it because I don't. Like, okay. we only have a few minutes, like you said, <laughs> and it just, I just—I think everyone but can collectively like agree that this open forum was stupid. It's very dumb. Was very dumb. 
uh, it pushed nothing. Yeah. It did nothing. It was maybe not as bad as this is your life th- thing they right. did, but but it was on that par. It was just yeah. stupid. It yeah. was just like, man, like just give us something uh, better. Yeah, just give us something better, please. Well, and that frustrates me because you see Sasha in the situation. But here's the deal, man. And this is something that occurred to me last night. Sasha hasn't gotten better on the mic. Sasha is what she is. But Sasha hasn't gone next level on the mic. She does the things that she does, and she's good at them. But she needs a next level. She. I she, think it's because she's been a face this whole time, though. Yeah. Because oh, I think yeah. if they let her when go, when she was healing, NXT, yeah, she was great. Yeah. I think if they let her be cutthroat, still she could be cutthroat. Okay, fair. I want to see that eventually. A full breakup once and for all. Me too. And they don't come back together None of anymore. That crap, beat up in the locker room, friends the next day, yeah. crap. None of that stuff. She's a great heel. Let yeah. her be a full heel. Don't give me. Put her in the Nia Jax spot. Agreed. Screw that Nia Jax. Agreed. Put her in that spot. Uh, all right, and then at the end, we faced off here. We had Baron Corbin taking on Drew McIntyre, blah, blah, blah. Or, I'm sorry. Drew McIntyre and Finn Balor, blah, blah, blah. No, Very no, no. boring. Baron Corbin versus. Oh, and McIntyre. Versus yeah, Balor. Versus Balor, right. And Baron. then everyone came out and beat down. Down yeah. Finn Balor, yeah. and they stood tall yeah. as the show closed. It was, it was, I didn't care. I, I really was like, uh, maybe if Finn had been positioned better, but yeah. it's not like Finn has been positioned no. as like this undefeatable force nope. that they like. It was like a, a impressive thing to beat him down. Mm-hmm. It, it even drove me crazy that on commentary they said like this would be a huge win for Finn Balor if he could pull it off. Why? He's already beaten Baron Corbin. Yeah. He beat him in like really fast with the demon stuff on. Like, there's no reason yeah. for it to be a big. What is, it doesn't even make sense that it would be a big deal to be Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin is, doesn't even win that often. Corey Graves is doing the Lord's work. <laughs> yeah, on true. These terrible, terrible episodes of true. Raw. He's doing great stuff. I think Renee's gotten better a lot. Yeah, she, yep. Her rhythm and now she understands what, what her position is in the situation, and she's worked well with Cole. Um, she's picking her spots. Double Dutch dad. What did you think of them admitting that she's dating Ambrose? I thought it was great they finally did that. Yeah. I thought it very much needed to happen. It, 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 it was very necessary because yeah. it, it did make her look silly always being there. Be like, what's he doing? What's he doing? You're like, hey, you live with him. You yeah. tell us what he's doing. You know, <laughs> Why are you acting so clueless about your own husband for God's sake? Right. You know, like if my girlfriend – Flipped out and was doing. I would know a little. I had a little bit of insight as to what was going on. Um, but I liked that she basically said, "Like, hey man, I live with him and I don't get it." I, I don't, don't even know. Yeah, I liked it. I, I thought it was like a. I liked her calling out the uh, Corey and Michael Cole on the who's the boss stuff. Judith Light and Tony Danza, and she's like, "Oh, you guys are great. You guys are really good at aging yourselves in those references." <laughs> I thought it was brilliant. So if she keeps going that route, she's gonna be fine. And yeah, her react, her uh, uh, response to Corey right on the spot, really good improv. Or yeah, I hope it was improv because it looked really natural the way she did it. So um, I like that overall. Okay, um, one right. before we head out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the light is on. The light is on. One constructive because I want. I said at the top. What's one constructive criticism thing that you that would help you enjoy the show, show you know more that if you, know, if you could? It's tough because everything's tied into itself. You've got to remove Baron Corbin. Don't ever show me Stephanie ever on screen again, and bring me a really good, legitimate GM that you can believe can take control of the situation and tell people what to do and do whatever. Don't bring Hogan in. Don't bring like somebody else in. Stone Cold would be a fantastic GM to bring in and let him stay for a year because Stone Cold also contributes creatively and he has Vince's ear so he can play this game a certain way and have the bigger picture approach to it. I would love to see Stone Cold come on and be GM there. Not Foley. Foley was always... uh, 
uh, okay as a GM. The Rock won't ever come back and do that. But certainly somebody who can come in, step in, has the respect of the locker room and the fans. And you can believe that at any moment he's going to make a, a decision. He or she will make a decision one way or the other. Do you think Undertaker would be good in that role? Oh, man. That's like a great... Like American badass Undertaker, like Mark Calloway, like as he is. Do you think – or do you think that the character of the Undertaker is so protected that it wouldn't make sense? Yeah, it wouldn't make sense. It just wouldn't. He's not – he's never been involved in politics before, backstage politics. Why would he Well, he was always now? the locker room leader. He was in charge well, no, of in real life, wrestlers' yes. court. In real life, yes. But that's like Andre the Giant. You wouldn't make Andre the Giant the GM of the – he would never do it. It just wouldn't work. Yeah, but I also don't think he was like – Andre the Giant was like the same way on the microphone as, as Undertaker is. Like, Under- How dare you? No, Undertaker, obviously Andre the Giant is one of the greatest of all time. But yeah. it's not like he was over his promos or anything like that. What are you talking about? That promo against Hogan was incredible. You're talking about one promo. I'm going to challenge you for a title. You're talking about one <laughs> promo. <laughs> and he probably said more words than Undertaker's ever said. Uh, uh, anyway, no, but you're right. Yeah, Mark is a, is a great Undertaker. But, but, but I see your – That's yeah. my thing. That's all right. Your all thing. Right. Mine's a little more simple. Um, um, mine was really just utilizing the, the, the roster more uh, better, d- b- yeah, better, more effectively. Uh, you think, and giving us matchups that are less that that are that are that we don't see as often. Yeah, okay. you know, like like I feel like the three matches we saw on Raw this week, if if those three matches had been replaced by matches that we haven't necessarily seen fifteen times yep, or, yep. or or eight times, uh, that I think people would be a little more forgiving of the episode. Yeah, understood. So that that's me. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. That's our wrap-up of Collider of uh, Raw here on Collider Body Slam. I uh, really appreciate you all watching. Ryan, want to tell them where to follow us. we got to get out of here. <clears throat> At Wrestling Sheet, ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's where you can find everything going on with the website where you can find all of our stories. Uh, you can go to YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet to find all of our videos. We finally got 7,000 subscribers oh! now. Now we're we're on the path to 10,000. So I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate all of you guys who like the videos, who share the videos, who leave the comments. Um, I, 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 I really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. So please keep doing that. Please keep spreading the word. It helps us out a lot. Uh, and you can find me on social media at Ryan Satin. Uh, you can find me at The Roca Says on Twitter and on Instagram. Everything Ryan said, I echo as well. Thanks, everybody, for the comments. Thank you for the tweets. I love talking with you guys about this kind of stuff. Uh, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow with another Collider Body Slam Smackdown Live recap. And I imagine it'll be a better show. Hopefully. <laughs> ProWrestlingSheet.com Napa know-how Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive. Brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game. So that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. 
When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 